you may be familiar with that exercise where you get 10 people lined up and then you <laughs> and then you pass on a message and so by the end of the line the message is completely bastardized and it's changed and that is precisely what happened somehow we went from creating and aligning habits to help you achieve your goals to today where, and I feel like I do this in every episode, <laughs> uh, I can't not see this. Habits are better than goals. And it's a blog post after blog post. And, and so the message has been just completely destroyed. Habits are not better than goals. They complement each other. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals H2G, the original, the first, <laughs> the one and only. We were preaching and teaching this idea that the quickest way, the most efficient way, the most effective way to achieve your goals is to intentionally craft and align good, supportive habits while the rest of the world has been teaching something known as the habit loop, which is about things like cue, craving, uh, routine, reward, <clears throat> the the important thing to know is that you're human. The habit loop is based on the study of rats and mice, rodents. So we are going to get into it fairly deep today. We're going to get into habits and goals. Habits and goals. And how they complement each other. So let me back... <clears throat> way, way up, like pre-2010, I'm researching for the habit factor. I pull up this one research paper uh, by scientists who shall rename, <laughs> rename, remain nameless. And in any event, it's a deep study, like, I don't know, 20, 30 pages on the relationship the interface between habits and goals. And I'm thinking, certainly, this is going to be fantastic because I'm going to be able to <laughs> use this in the habit factor. And I read through it, and then I read through it again, and I'm just like, are you, this is impossible. It's nowhere does it say that to intentionally cultivate habits, to craft and align them, you will achieve your goal more quickly, effectively, efficiently, all those things we just talked about. What it does say, incredibly enough, is that 
<clears throat> when you achieve a goal, you will <laughs> you will have formed habits. It literally said something to the effect, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, that that habits are a vestige of a past goal pursuit. I should look it up, but I'm not going to. Maybe I'll do that later and circle back. So here we are today, 12 years later. It is popular knowledge. It went from being literally on the cover. It says, I'm holding the habit factor. It says, an innovative method to align habits with your goals to achieve success. Completely innovative, 2010. Yeah. You may be familiar with that exercise where you get 10 people lined up and then you, <laughs> and then you pass on a message. And so by the end of the line, the message is completely bastardized and it's changed. And that is precisely what happened. Somehow we went from creating and aligning habits to help you achieve your goals to today where, and I feel like I do this in every episode, <laughs> uh, I can't not see this. Habits are better than goals. And it's a blog post after blog post. And, and so the message has been just completely destroyed. Habits are not better than goals. They complement each other. So we're going to just begin at the beginning and we're going to talk about the value of goals. Habits are not better than goals. Habits are the vehicle, the process that brings you to goals. Goals are the target. Goals are what we're aiming at. So that's the first important thing. I want to nail, and I'm honestly, I don't have a single, I have a few notes on my phone. I was going to say nothing written down. So so the first thing, I want to touch on five or six aspects around each. When it comes to goals, they're critically important. You are, the first aspect is that you are a an intelligent being. And if you go back to the Alex Bates interview, he's an AI expert, <clears throat> artificial intelligence. And so I'm asking him, and I recognize some of you know this, but I'm, I'm going to set the table really quickly. I'm asking him, describe what artificial intelligence is. And he's he basically ends up saying, hey, look, artificial intelligence is goal-directed behavior. And I'm like, holy shish kebab. Because if artificial intelligence is goal-directed behavior, then what is intelligence? <laughs> it has to be goal-directed behavior. And you, my friend, I know are very intelligent. How do I know that? You're listening to habits, to goals. So, so goals are intelligence in action. And, and we can see that. So think about it. They're programming a robot, artificial intelligence, and they tell it to, or they program it to pick up a pencil. 
That's goal-directed behavior. So the beauty is, as a human, you're not artificial intelligence. You're real intelligence. So you can set big, hairy, audacious goals. And you should. And I don't know. I probably wasted 30-ish years of my life not understanding that basic concept that we should be goal-directed. Now, that's the first aspect. The second one is it gives us a target, something to aim for. We are built with this mechanism, almost like a heat-seeking missile, to move toward things we put our attention and our energy toward. I'm trying not to jump into habit, but keep that word in mind, energy. Because when it comes to habits, <laughs> I guess I'm going there. Um, habit is the most efficient form of behavior energy, which is why we want to cultivate habits. So we'll talk about that. So it, goals are intelligence in action. They give us something to aim for. They provide a destination. And I want you to think about this. When it comes to long-term Goal achievement, like big goals, like think about, I think it's Jim Rohn who says something like, you want to, <clears throat> you want to aim for a goal that's so big, it, you have to be, become something new and different. In other words, you got to, you have to become a person that is worthy of the goal. Now, I want, <clears throat> excuse me, I want you to keep that in mind because what, what we know about habit is habit constitutes, right? The Latin root is habitus. We say that all the time here. Habit is a means toward two different ends something we teach in automatic goals. Our character, as well as uh, our achievements, what we achieve, what we become, what we experience. So habit drives that. Long-term goal achievement requires transformation. This is what I'm teaching uh, quite a bit now. This class called Profound Transformation. And it was, <laughs> might as well bring this up. It was sparked by my new book that is coming out. October 1st. Pardon the language. Everything is a an effing story. So we'll be talking about that model soon. So anyways, the, the, those are some important aspects about goals, right? Gives us a destination. It's intelligence in action. Goals will change over time. We want to set goals so big, we have to become something different, which is a perfect segue to why habit is the most efficient and effective path. It's less about a to-do list. It's less about SMART goals. SMART goals, nowhere in the SMART goals process 
Do you identify the core supportive habits that will help you achieve your goals? This is why I keep saying it was innovative then. It's still innovative now. Habit alignment. So let's get into habit. I mean, we've talked about a few aspects. This energy aspect is critically important. We did an episode, I think it was last week, about resistance. When you, and a week or two prior, relative skills and habits. So the huge confusion when it comes to habits, first we have to overcome the negative connotation right? Habit is not good. Habit is not bad. Habit is neutral. It's the force, just like in Star Wars. There's (laughs) there's the good and the bad. In fact, there's this scene with, I think, Luke and Yoda, and he says, how will I know if I'm working, doing work basically for the good force? Or how will I know if it's evil? And Yoda says, Uh, That's basically, (laughs) he doesn't say that, but he says it's simple. The dark side, the evil side is easy, quick, and seductive. Easy, quick, seductive. Those (laughs) Those are all bad habits. They happen naturally. They're easy, quick, and seductive. Drinking, smoking, drugs, whatever biting nails. So when it comes to good habit development, we have to put some intention and some planning around it, which is why I continue to promote PAR. Plan, act, record, reassess. The habit loop isn't going to get you there. What else can I tell you about habit? Habit is the process, the vehicle that will carry you there. The resistance... I think we said it in last week's episode. All things are difficult before they're easy. This applies specifically to good habit development. It's just like developing a skill. Nobody ever says uh, or nobody has a negative connotation of skills. But you say the word habit and they do. It's astonishing. It's sad. I've shared this anecdote, but but when we were in China, we're walking around this huge, it wasn't Tiananmen Square, but it was very similar. It was this massive square. We started interviewing people, and every one of them associated habit positively. It was like waking up early, studying, practicing piano. It was it was unbelievable. It was the exact opposite of the Western Hemisphere. But the truth is, it's not good nor bad. All right, another aspect is habit strength. Just like weights, because we're talking about resistance. Right? The only way we get stronger is via resistance tends to come in the form of pressure and pain so habit strength is this idea after you track for four weeks you raise the bar you elevate the bar so instead of 20 push-ups three times a week we're going to now after four weeks presuming we're 85 percent or better 
We're going to try, I don't know, maybe to raise the bar a little. 20 push-ups three times a week. Now we're going to go 30 push-ups four times a week. And over time, we're going to cultivate habit strength. There is a certain point where the resistance fades away, where the infinity symbol, if you will, kicks in, the automaticity. So that's the beauty. We're, we're fighting the wind. We're fighting the resistance. It's hard. It's difficult. And then all of a sudden, it's natural. And we talked about this in the episode relative to habit and skill development. The highest form of competency, right? The four levels of learning go back to habits and skills. But the highest level of competency is unconscious competence. So you're tying your shoes without even thinking or looking. Is that a skill? Absolutely. Is it a habit? You bet it was to develop the skill. So you may not even be doing it anymore. So go back and listen to that episode. But the the underlying... <laughs> I could keep going and go. The underlying message here, my friends, is that habits serve goals. And if you've struggled... The reason people end up here on the podcast and downloading the app and reading the book is because they struggle with goal achievement. And often they struggle with things like focus and concentration. The PAR methodology is one that forces you, forces one to track three to five habits, no more. When you're starting, it should be one to three. The app only allows three, the free version. So that alone creates focus for all the ADD, ADHD people out there. You're just tracking one, two, or three habits for four weeks, and then you're like, wow, this is insane. Now, the downside is people start trying to track too many habits, and that becomes a problem. All right, what else can I tell you? Uh, Practice. Yes, we got that. That's part of PAR. Plan, act, record, and reassess. It's this idea that we align. This will be the last part for people who are entirely new. If my goal is to lose 15 pounds, the process is to then say what three habits, if I cultivated them, Over the next four weeks, if I track them to begin to develop habit strength, which three habits would I track? And for me, it'd be like drinking, I don't know, six or eight glasses of water, eating a salad at night, and then running three miles four times a week. Now, everybody's different. The point is you determine the goal, you determine the habits, you begin to track, and that's part of the feedback loop. This is how, <laughs> this is how you know if there's sincere desire. I guess I'll end it with this one. Two thoughts. One is you don't develop a habit in 21 days. You don't develop it in 66 days. You don't develop it 
in a hundred days. You begin to develop it whenever you begin to develop it. You begin to develop it when you begin to track. It could take six months. It could take two months. You know when the automaticity kicks in. So that's the first part, the amount of days. The second part is the key requirements, the ingredients that you must have, one must have to develop a habit. By the way, it, it applies to skill. Desire is first and foremost a compelling reason. I really, 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 this is not true. I'm giving you an example. I really, really, really want to learn to play piano. That is essential. It's critical. Or I really, right, if, if the desire there is for the goal to uh, lose weight, then that supports and drives the, the habit cultivation, the running or the jogging or the push-ups. So desire is number one. Number two is knowledge. Most people have knowledge. In fact, we have knowledge in abundance. And then the third thing is the basic capacity to perform the behavior. So if I want to develop the habit of brushing my teeth, I have to have the knowledge. I have to have the capacity to hold a toothbrush and move my arm around and, and brush my teeth. But most of all, I have to have the desire. Now, what underscores that intention is the tracking. You can even add notes. So you put that all together, and I got to button this up. You see how these things work. These things, habits and goals, complement with an E complement each other. Habits are not, as much as I would love to think, I mean, I wrote the habit factor that habits are better than goals. They're not better than goals. It's not about one versus the other. Habits support goal achievement. You are an intelligent human being. You have the capacity to align craft intentionally and align habits to your goals. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed that. You can always email me. You can also find me at the podcast, excuse me, podcast.thehabitfactor.com. If I'm trying to figure out how we're, <laughs> how we're going to do this, we have started a launch group Oh, this is how we're going to do this. If you download, if you go to The Habit Factor and you're not already on the email list, you it, you can download the template. There's a way to easily download the template. Once you do that, you will be getting an invite to the new book, Everything is a freaking story. I'm trying not to say the F word. Everything is an effing story. And 
you can join our launch group and I'm giving away gifts and prizes and tools and all sorts of fun stuff. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Everything is a effing story. Again, trying not to use the F word. And there is, of course, a story, a reason. I'll do a handful of episodes just about this book. But there's a reason, of course, that the <laughs> the F-bomb is on the cover. And that story is for another day. All right, my friends, thank you very much. It was fantastic of you to join today. Habits, you are using the force, my friend. Habits serve goals. All right, that's it for now. Love your show. See ya. And that will do it. Thank you very much once again for joining me on this ride. Don't forget, if you are not subscribed, subscribeify. Go ahead and subscribe right now. Be sure to share the show. We greatly appreciate, if you're wondering how to support the show, ratings and reviews. Further on that note, our proud sponsor, audible.com. If you check out and go to audibletrial.com, audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two, just like the show, you can get a free 30-day trial. And with that, I want you to keep this in mind. Jim Rohn used to say, in five years, the difference in your life will be due to, and I'm chuckling because I amend this, it will be due to two things, the relationships you have fostered and the books you have read. Well, Audible Trial gives you, it makes it so easy to, I mean, one idea is all it takes to change your life. And so that's what Jim Rohn's getting at. Audible Trial makes it very easy. Speaking of just one idea, the habit factor is free when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two. So he said the books you read and the relationships you foster over the next five years will have a remarkable difference on your life. I would, of course, add the habits and skills. And now you know the very best way to develop those habits and skills is to follow par. Plan, act, record, and reassess. You can always get that free template at thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. All right, my friends, that's it. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.